Hi, I'm Ann Jensen coming to you from the East Coast of New Jersey. Hi, I'm Skylar West coming to you from the West Coast of Canada. We are two romance writers using our life experiences to break down and share with you all things romance. How you find your next book boyfriend, discovering genres and tropes, and looking at what works and why, and what doesn't work and why. Welcome back to Coast to Coast Romance. Today on the episode, we have Brittany Bell, author of Sports and Cowboy Romance, with over 14 books out there on the market today. Welcome, Brittany. Howdy, Welcome. Hi. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I am a Texas girl, born and raised. I write sports romance and contemporary romance. It's lighthearted, but with the steam factor in there. And I write sports romance. I got all of my knowledge from sports romance by having men and boys. I have two boys and a husband who are very athletic. So that's where I learned all about sports. That's awesome. So you write sports romance. Is that your favorite romance subgenre to read as well as to write? Yes. And actually, hockey romance is my favorite to read. I do not know that much about that sport. So (laughs) that's a Canadian sport. (laughs) (laughs) I have to admit, there's not much hockey in Texas. (laughs) I have to admit that, like, I am not a fan in real life of many sports, but I will go watch hockey all day long just because it's like brutal. It's. So I could see enjoying a romance about those kind of men. <laughs> well, I'm curious because I have not read a lot of sports romance. Anna and I have talked about this before. We actually did an entire podcast that's coming out at some point on comparing sports romance to rock star romance and just kind of the similarities, the pros and cons, and the, uh, what's different, you know, between the two lifestyle factors and how they're represented. So I ended up reading a couple of different sports based uh, romances but do you have a favorite author or series that you like in that genre other than Um, yourself (laughs) let's see kelly jameson okay a-m-i-e-s-o-n and she's got and skylar you would actually really like this (laughs) because it's got a little bit of it's a hotter book than most out there it's got really good steam does it yes i'm excited Um, Okay, the the Heller Brothers Hockey. It's a five book hockey romance collection. And it's yeah, that's probably my all time favorite one. Good to know. It'd be interesting to know, like one of the reasons that we compared sports romance to rock star romance was a lot of the time sports romance revolves around, you know, major league or or pro level athletes. Are is that what you focus on in your book and the star? Yes, mine are all professional. So I have a professional football, American football, and then also have professional soccer or football in Italy. And that (laughs) that series is based in Italy. So it's quite confusing. I I do not write or read YA. And I think that anything under professional, a lot of times is in the college level. Mm -hmm. So. I try to stay away from that. I think it's just because my my sons are that age, so it's too close to home. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I I I think that's why I avoid YA in general because then I have to think about my teenagers. <laughs> yes, living yes. those stories, and I'm like, mm, no, I don't know. No, I don't want to think about that. 
Yeah. And my oldest one even played college football. So it's really too close to home. But he ended up, he ended up uh, getting a scholarship, didn't he? Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, That's wonderful. Awesome. So while, you know, football is going on in my house on the weekends or through all every day, every day, um, I'm just sitting there writing or, or running stories in my head. Well, you mentioned awesome. hockey, which I find interesting because I, I mean, I should write a hockey romance because Lord knows I've seen enough of it. And everyone that I'm around likes hockey, except for my, my kids who never played. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> but all of my sister's children played hockey and she did the 4 a.m. getting up in the morning kind of thing, which is insanity. But have you written any hockey? Because I have not looked to see what Brittany Bell has written. No, no, I do not know enough about the game of hockey. Okay. Um, that's why you like reading it. I, yes. I don't okay. think I would do it justice. <laughs> gotcha. All right. I think my favorite reason of, of why I like hockey romance is because the majority of the, the female characters in there, the heroines are strong females because they, they have to be because the hockey, the hero in it has to travel so much. Right. And so they're strong enough to be able to withstand a whole lot of stuff. So yeah. Like and tabloid rumors, I think, is the worst. You know, yeah. they've gone out of town. You've stayed. Maybe you're pregnant. Maybe you just had a baby. Yeah. And all yeah. you see is this, you know, stuff blowing up in it. And you know, it's not true, but it's right in your face. Right. right. Yeah. That's now, do the you... one thing I try to stay away from riding in my own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For now, sure. Do you have a favorite trope that you like to write or read? You know, um, friends, lovers, enemies. Um, my favorite is single parent. Single I love parent. single parent. But then I also have, if you give me a hockey player and a like events planner, I'm sold. Oh. I'll stop everything and start reading that book right then and there. Neat. Uh, on the flip side, do you have a least favorite one that you just, you're like, nah, nah, not my thing. Probably triangles. So. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Just not your not thing. <laughs> we we hear a lot of the uh, frenemies or uh, well, no, enemies to lovers. Enemies to lovers yeah. is people is either love a, it or hate it. There's yes. no middle ground. I love. I, I do like enemies to lovers, um, as long as they're not bullying the other one. You know, right. if, if it's all in good taste. And, right. um, I feel like bullying romance is almost a dark subgenre of enemies to lovers. You know, it's like we hear that a lot too. It's like I like it as long as there's no bullying going on. Yeah, yeah. one of my favorite ones to write was Personal Foul, and it was an enemies to lovers. Oh, awesome! Mm-hmm. Now, when you write your stories, um, does your story come first? Do your characters come first? Like, what what sparks off your stories? A series. They all start in a series mentality and then the characters and then the different tropes and then the story develops from there. So as a writer, do you tend to stick to a specific trope, do you find, versus as a reader where we can kind of be all over the page? Within a series, I try to make every single book has to have a different trope. That way my readers aren't bored when they are reading through the series. I can understand that. A little bit. There's a little bit for everyone in there. So if, and, and I've done a couple of polls and 
let's see, friends to lovers. No, enemies to lovers is probably the biggest reader group on my polls. It's awesome. Have you ever had a review or something that just made your day? Something that someone said, it doesn't even have to be an official review. Just someone came to you and said, oh, I loved, and it just sparked your happy place. (laughs) It did. Um, You know, the, actually the majority of the reviews on my owner's club book, which is book four in the Texas tornado series. A lot of those actually teared me up because it, that was the beginning of COVID and had to finish writing it and getting it out. And it was the most difficult book to actually get out just because of what was going on in life. And the reviews on that book have come in better than any other book so far. And so a lot of those really teared me up. Oh, that's awesome. I'm very wonderful. Mm -hmm. It's nice that things like that are happening at a time when we're so challenged as people and as a community, right? Right. Mm -hmm. What is the worst or least favorite within the romance spectrum? What is your worst or least favorite? Like to read? Yeah. Um, it, it It would be dark romance, but it's not the dark romance as a whole. There's a specific, I do, I do not. Is it the like. Stockholm syndrome dark? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's when, when there's child abuse or yeah, rape, right. neglect, yeah. you know, I, there there's readers out there and, and they can definitely have that. And I appreciate them for reading and taking time. That's just not for me. Yeah. It really so abuse in general. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I can understand that. I know. I, I picked up a fairly well-known author's book and I was kind of excited. It was my first kind of dive into her style. And there was a, a whole thing about animal abuse in there. And I'm an animal rights activist. So I just about lost my shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just put that away and went, uh, I'm. Did I'm, you forget to read the trigger warnings? <laughs> it wasn't in the trigger warnings. Oh, well, no, yes. that's that's a so I was out there to every author by surprise. Yeah, and that's something that's interesting is, you know, it's fine if you're looking up something and it has, you know, trigger warnings and all these other things listed, all these warnings. And I'm always curious as to how people are able to or writers are able to go, eh, that's not a trigger. You know, maybe because it doesn't have the sex bullying in it. But it's a lifestyle thing that I have a really big problem with. I I think it also has to do with our own personal experiences. And it's tough if you don't have triggers to be aware what other people's triggers might be. And some people use sensitivity readers. I have a, and I'm sure you do as well, Brittany, you have alpha and beta readers who will come back and be like, Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, even like a single parent trope could trigger Mm -hmm. someone. It's, you know, to normal people or to the majority of people, it doesn't affect anybody, but to that one person and what they went through in life, then it does. And, and they have a right to think that and Mm -hmm. feel that. Yes, absolutely. Well said. Now, this is a fun question that we like to ask. If you weren't going to write romance, what other type of genre would you love to be able to write? Man, 
I guess if I wasn't writing romance, I would have to go write children's book. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's, it's, it's not only what you could write with your currency, but what would you like to be able to write? Like, even if you don't necessarily have the talent, but you just love them. So you would love to be able to create one or, or it could be child children's book too. Yeah. I guess it would be how to books. (laughs) That's awesome. My brain thinks like that. It's always a step one, two, three. So nonfiction. Yes, it'd be nonfiction. That's that's interesting. It's neat that you see yourself. I actually would love to write a nonfiction book myself, but for me, it would be, I've read a lot of yoga journals and I've read a lot of like things like how to incorporate yoga and health and alternative healing into your lifestyle. There's so many manuals out there, but I find a lot of them very dry to be able to write a nonfiction that still kind of was, you know, exciting and had a lot of personal, you know, relative stories in there so that it wasn't all textbook learning, something I would be interested in doing. Yeah, that's right. I've written a lot of self-help. I mean, not written a lot of self, um, read a lot of self-help to a point of, okay, I'm not reading any more self-help because obviously it's not helping me. (laughs) (laughs) Why hasn't this changed? (laughs) That's awesome. My husband's like, did you read that book? (laughs) It didn't help. (laughs) Oh, that's wonderful. That's awesome. Oh, oh so goodness. maybe I need to write one, right? A self-help there... that actually helps. <laughs> that would be a great one. title. Self-help. Go to the liquor cabinet. <laughs> Step two. <laughs> Get the cup. Right. Step three. Pour it in the cup. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So if there, is there anything that you want people to know about yourself or your series that maybe they might not know, or it's a little known fact? I guess my motto is writing your escape. And that is my goal. I, to become an expert in writing other people's escape. That's why my romance is lighthearted romance because mm-hmm. there's so much in the world. And especially today that is, negative and harsh and heart wrenching. And so my books are all about the escape. I think that's wise. I agree with you. I think that, oh, that's just the thing is, Anna and I've talked a lot about what makes a romance and you can depend on the romance to give you a happily ever after. Yeah. Yeah. So no matter what's going on in the world, and there is a lot going on right now, and there's protests everywhere, and there's all kinds of interesting things happening, not to mention the weather that we've had over the summer that's hit so many different places around the world, including us, very, very hard. I just want to read because I want to escape, mm-hmm. right? And I, I've just been reading a vampire supernatural series, and which I don't normally read, but it's all about, the, she uses a great language of talking about chakras and energy and crystals. And I'm like, oh, okay, she's speaking my language and was able to turn that into how historical gods and things are, are generated. And I, I've been eating them alive. And I thought, well, I haven't done that in a really long time. And obviously I needed to. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way I looked at it. Yeah, we the guarantee of the HEA. It's it's that safety net. You're not going to end end the story in a bad place, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise it should not be in romance. But that's also right. why 
it's why romance has the biggest following because and people know that they're safe. All right. Right. So and what I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. There, you know, there's trilogies out there too, and they all they'll end in a cliffhanger and there there's a niche for that and readers some readers love it, but that's just again not my forte on that one. I, I need that H E A like now. Right. Yes. Yeah. I hear you. Okay. So do you have anything that you're working on that we can see that maybe will come out in the next couple of months that re- your readers can look forward to? So I plan to finish up or have a couple more books in the Texas Tornado series. Early in 2022, there's going to be another Christmas in Italy book coming out. and look for more of the my true hearts the texas cowboy romance there should be one from autumn archer and one from myself during that year so awesome all right well thank you for joining us on coast to coast romance i hope you've enjoyed our time and i hope everybody out there listening will join us again next week thank you for listening to coast to coast romance i'm ann jensen and i'm skylar west if you'd like to contact either of us Our links are located in the show notes. Have a great week. Thanks so much for joining us.